everybody. Welcome to Marriage on the Rocks. This is episode number 164. I'm Seth. I'm Crystal. And uh, we always have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are having an amaretto sour. Yes. Oh my gosh. These are amazing. This is one of those drinks that it's like we've made them. Not, I don't think we've ever had one on the podcast. No. Uh-uh. And I'll make it at the house. I'm like, man, that's good. We need to have that on the show. And then like for some reason it's just one of those. I have like a list of drinks that I just kind of brained up. But I'm like, why have we not done that? Yeah. And this is one of them. Yeah. And it's. It looks complicated to me. I know, that's what I was thinking too. Because, like, it seems like there's a lot. Because I think that really it is kind of simple. But then, like, when you look at all of the stuff that you have to do, Mm -hmm. it's kind of a lot. Yeah. Because you you add the amaretto and the bourbon. You have to have egg white, lemon juice, simple Mm -hmm. syrup. You have to dry shake it. You have to shake it over ice. Yeah. It's, It's just steps. Yeah. But it's easy. Yeah. And and it's worth it. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so it good. turns out so good. It has that that nice thick frothy head <laughs> <laughs> from the egg white. Um oh, it's just it's awesome. Yeah. Oh gosh, I know. I love it. It's yeah, it's amazing. Um yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's yeah, it's Yeah. Yeah, we, so we shared a uh reel uh with this drink. So if you haven't already, be sure to check that out and be sure to follow us um, on all social media platforms. Yep. Uh, you're missing out. Yeah. You're missing out on some funny shit if you're not following us. On, I know. On the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On Facebook, Insta. Yeah. yeah. My gosh. Facebook has been doing, has been doing we, really we, well for us lately. Yeah. We, one of our, we didn't even realize one of our our fun videos we made had has like right as of today like 1.3 million views yeah um so that's good yeah that's awesome yeah some, it's several good hundred to... thousand and yeah it's nice to fun little videos. That, yeah like i don't know <laughs> i guess it's been like you know since 2018 since we started the podcast and mm-hmm. it's nice to that we it seems to be getting a little bit of traction yeah. now. <laughs> well, and and I guess speaking of traction, mm-hmm. one of the things we we haven't said I guess out loud on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we are currently I'll, I'll spare you all the details, but we are currently um, producing a television show. Yes, uh-huh. about relationships. Relationships. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things that we're going through, we're doing it locally here. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't seen any of our posts on social media, if you live in the Tulsa metro area mm-hmm. and you and your partner both would like to be on or considered for yeah, the, the pilot, pilot or future episodes, um, email us at Marriage on the Rocks. Give us a quick biography of your relationship mm-hmm. and send us a photo of yourselves and we'll send you a questionnaire to fill out. Yeah, marriage so, on the rocks at gmail.com yeah. and that's marriage on the rox at yeah. gmail.com. But in, in in this search, we you know, we've put this out there as casting calls, we've put it out in the group, we've thrown it out there on social media, and we've gotten you know, a handful of couples that have reached out. Mm-hmm. And and it it has one of the things that everybody says when we say, you know, share a bio of your relationship, we kind of get the story of how they met. Mm-hmm. And it, it prompted us to remember talking about um, how couples feel that their story mm-hmm. of how they met and their history is this serendipitous uh, like, destiny and fate filled thing. thing. Yeah. And in reality, 
it's not yeah i know and it was funny because like even we were talking about us and our story and like it's not anything special really i mean you know we we like to i think and i I know that everybody they there's that uh quote i think that says you know i love all love stories but my our love story is our favorite is my favorite Mm -hmm. and i think that that's probably you know why people feel that way about their own relationship but like I guess we're here to burst your bubble. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I think that because, I mean, you, you hit on with, with ours, we're like, you know, and you put it in a nutshell, like, oh, we worked together, we were in relationships, and we ended up getting together. Yeah. That, that's it. Yeah. There's so many people that that is the exact same story yeah, I mean, how for many, them. They, how many movies have that same kind of premise? Yeah. We worked together and fell in love. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. But we're seeing everybody tries to spin it to where... Their situation, their circumstances, their story is so fucking special. And I have yet to really see one that I'm like, oh, that is crazy. Yeah. That is, that is, and I don't even know if I, but even that aside, even if you feel like, well, no, 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 get this shit. Here's, here's, here's this. They tie these weird fate things in. And and we've known people that do this a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I... I used to think that my story with my ex was this super rare good story mm-hmm. of how we how we met and we got together and we got married and had a kid and it all happened in a short period of time. It was a whirlwind hell. Mm-hmm. And while it may have been different circumstances than most of the general public, mm-hmm. it still doesn't, even if you want to say it was special, still doesn't mean that special is good yeah i know and people tend to hold on to that story of how they met how they started dating how they fell in love as really the only basis of why they're still together that's so true i know that's that then that's not good i mean and because i think that you need to continue to make new memories new stories and 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 that shouldn't just be the end of it, mm-hmm. the, the beginning of your relationship, you you need to experience things together and do fun things and and but like it it keeps people in bad relationships mm-hmm. because they are they're just they romanticize that one little part of the beginning of their relationship and that that one little thing carries so much weight to them Mm -hmm. that they can look past all of these horrible bad times they can look past infidelity they can look past arguments they can look past hating one another they can look past all these negative things because that one little tiny nugget that you're clinging on to that you feel is well this is fake because we're together because of this and i don't want to fight fate that mm-hmm. like you said, it's forcing you to stay in a awful relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's if all you have is that initial story. I mean, the the reason that I, when people would be like, "Well, okay, Seth and Crystal, you say your story's not special, so what's special about you? What's special about us is what we did after that, mm-hmm. where we are now, how yeah. we've been together for the amount of time we have, not what we went through." 
necessarily as we were getting to know one another or as we fell in love because i think that a lot of a lot of that's just really typical yeah romance that everybody has it's typical stuff but yeah and and i think that like because i i i do think that 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 those things are important i do i think that um you know what what you went through in your previous relationship Mm -hmm. it's it's very relatable to so many couples out there and then what i went through in my previous relationship and you know with him being a drug addict and an alcoholic and all of that there's so many people are dealing that are dealing with that as well Mm -hmm. and but i think that the thing that makes it better our story better is because it now continues on to this happily ever after life Mm -hmm. and it's like um if you it's like the end of a movie okay Mm -hmm. like the end of a love story type movie where you do see the happily ever after but you don't see what happens after the happily ever after right you don't see what happens when they you know the per, the couple finally you know gets together and they they fall in love you see the falling in love part initially but you don't see mm-hmm. after yeah you just you just hear the and they lived happily ever after you you yeah it's like you know it's like the happily ever yeah and then where's the and, after and it's <laughs> funny because i i kind of I, I look at it a little differently i look uh-huh. at it oddly enough because i don't read but I do look at it like a book. Like people's story uh-huh. is usually like the prologue to the book. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you don't have chapters one through twenty-five of other interesting shit, you don't have a fucking story. Yeah, you literally just have a prologue uh-huh. of here's how we met, here's how we fell in love. Now let our story begin mm-hmm. because that's where your story starts. Oh yeah, and and I think that that's where people have only written that prologue. They've been together 25 fucking years, and the only thing they have is a prologue. And then chapter one is, you know, the honeymoon, which is a, a paragraph. Yeah. And then chapter two is pregnant with kids. Uh-huh. And chapter three is no more date night. And chapter uh-huh. four is no more sex. I know. And, and, and chapter five is we argue all the time. And tap chapter six is we don't talk anymore. And chapter seven is we have different lives. And chapter eight is how to deal with girls night, guys night. And it, it just, it's this shit story mm-hmm. that, and if you're like, well, no, no, don't, don't worry about the rest of the book, but you read the prologue. It's so good. Yeah. No, I don't give a fuck. That's not, <laughs> that's not the story. No, no, it's, know? it's not, it's not, it's not a good story mm-hmm. either. <laughs> I don't know. And, and that's, I guess that's our point is, it's not a good story like and i guess it sounds i think it sounds kind of mean because you know hearing us say all of this when we are when we are getting these people to uh kind of open up and Mm -hmm. you know talk about about give us a bio uh, about themselves but like it's funny because it is like you really have to do some evaluation on your relationship Mm -hmm. and really think and i know that they're probably that these people probably are really thinking about like well what does make our us so special or why why are we supposed to be or why should we be on this tv show Mm -hmm. um and hopefully it's you know making these people think and and everything but 
like i don't know it it just seems like we we keep getting the same type of responses though <clears throat> oh yeah it is well and 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 i'm and once again i'm not it, we we are throwing ourselves under the bus with the same thing oh i know because it's really just straight an observation that mm-hmm. we all do this we all you know, and we'll, we've been in social settings. We'll be like, how did you guys meet? I love hearing a good how you met story. Mm-hmm. And people do enjoy that. People want to hear about it. People want to compare people. But once again, I, I just think people put so much stock into that that it's, it is just that nugget of good in this entire basket of bad. Mm-hmm. I know. And I think, and you'll see people like, that like, oh, well, here, here's our story. The, the funniest is when they don't even have a halfway decent story. Mm-hmm. It, or it starts off, you know, well, if, you know, we, when we first met, we didn't even like each other. Oh, gosh. That one happens a lot. It happens a lot. Uh-huh. Yep. He did, I didn't even like him or she, you know, I thought she was a bitch or, you know, it always starts off bad. And and I have yet, I, and I'm once again, I'm speaking in general terms. I know there's complete ends of the spectrum on this. But I have yet to meet anybody that had that that I would think is in a great marriage now. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh-huh. You know. I know. Uh-huh. Or, uh, I don't know. Yeah. But people like, think that makes them special, too. It, they do. And like, then, like, like, it's a positive thing. Like, um, well, uh, he wasn't into blondes, but look at us now. He, I'd say he is into blondes. Well, I'll take that a step further. Uh-huh. I was blonde. My best friend is a brunette, and he was trying to get with her. Oh, Gosh, I know that's awful. <laughs> that's not that's not a good story. But she wasn't interested, so he and I started talking, and it was just just funny, flirtatious at first. And it's like you're literally just saying you were second best <sighs> in his eyes. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not good. And we hear that on both sides, guys. And oh, girls. for sure. Yeah, I know. I know. You know, another thing I think that we that we hear, I see at least, is. Uh, the and I did it I did it in my previous relationship, um, where it was oh gosh, uh you know uh, you were there at that moment or um you your paths crossed at mm-hmm. one time and you know, you didn't get together then but then somehow like you were you were both there at the same time type thing. And but then later on in life you ended up meeting each other. Yeah. That a lot of people do that. And I remember, uh, I don't know, it was kind of recently we were having a party and um, a couple of the girls were talking about that kind of thing where that had happened. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and I felt bad because I think that I kind of like rained on their parade, you mm-hmm. know, like because she's like, what about you, Crystal? Uh, you know, has that, has, did that happen to you and Seth? I was like, no. I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> and I felt, I felt bad, like, because I know that, you know, that's what happened to them. But I was like, yeah, I don't really believe in that stuff. I and it was because I did the same thing in my previous relationship, mm-hmm. and look where that. That's a. I mean, a lot of people do that. A lot of people. This is especially something that happens with people that don't leave their hometown. Mm-hmm. They tend to connect these dots that don't exist. I mean, I even saw it was <clears throat> it was funny because not too long ago I saw a picture of this. Um, it was this uh, this couple in I, I believe they were in China, and it was like a picture of her 
and the, her parents took her when oh, she was yeah. like 12 and behind her was the guy she ended up marrying who was there with his parents getting his picture taken and it said we didn't realize until we'd been married for 10 years that you know we were both at the exact same time at the exact same place getting our pictures taken and he was in the background of my photo and but mm-hmm. and at first you're like oh and then like then you remember wait isn't there like 10 billion people in china i mean the odds of that happening are actually pretty good yeah i know it's not that rare uh-huh. You know, yeah. It, but I think that that's the same mentality people have that grow up in a small town and don't ever leave the small town, or they leave the small town and come back. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, it was just destiny that I was brought back." And it's like, "No, no, no." How many people move back home? Once again, I'm one of them. Yeah, I was gone for 20 years and still came back home. Mm-hmm. And so people leave and come back all the time. It doesn't mean that there's this fate-driven factor mm-hmm. that's bringing your old. The guy that you had no interest in in high school back to your arms is because you're done plowing all the guys that you went to high school with, and he was gone for the last ten years and <laughs> oh, missed gosh. missed the hoe train you were running. I know, you know, uh-huh. yeah. And and so it, it's, but I see that a lot. Uh huh. Um, that they try to connect these. You, I mean, you, you can. It, it's like playing seven or is it six? Was it the Kevin Baker? Six thing? degrees. Six of degrees of separation. Yeah. Uh huh. You can do that with pretty much anybody. Yeah, it's. And that is pretty weird, though. I think that's pretty crazy. Yeah, but, but it just shows how small the small world the is. Small the world is. I know. That's the th- that's. It's not I this mean. big rarity. And yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe those connect. No. And it's, we're not even talking like crazy multiverse shit. It's literally the probability is a lot higher than you think it is. I, that's so true. I know. Because I remember, I remember like my parents talking about the six degrees of separation thing when I was young, really mm-hmm. young. And, like, we would always go to, like, we would go on vacation somewhere. And run into somebody. And run it, yeah. yeah. And, like, it was always, they always were like, huh, six degrees of separation, you mm-hmm. know? Like, it was just always something well, that always happened. We just ran into Trent. I know, in Florida. We hadn't seen him since last year. Yeah. <laughs> we lived 10 minutes away from each other. Yeah. Haven't seen him since last October. Uh-huh. And we happened to be in Sacramento at the same time. Uh-huh. It's a coincidence. Yeah. It's not fate. I mean, the odds. Uh, I mean, that's the other thing. Like, even with airports, people, well, you know, we would have never met if, if my flight hadn't got canceled. But do you realize how many hundreds of thousands of flights get canceled a day? I know. Yeah, that's true. So it's not <laughs> this crazy, you know, odds against you. It just happened. It's pretty high probability uh-huh. that your flight's going to get canceled. And you're going to end mean, up having a conversation with a fucking stranger. There, there are certain things where it is like, I do feel like I understand people. Um, I guess I understand it being kind of a neat thing. I do. Because um, like, I think I think about it like how God works and how God places people in your lives. Mm-hmm. And I think that he definitely placed you in my life at the right time too. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's probably what people, you know, I don't know, you know, whether they, whether you believe in God or not, but. And that's only a good story because we're happily ever after. I know. I know. That's so true. I know. That's very true. But like. And, we're and allowed so... to say it was destiny and fate because <laughs> we have a happy story. Well, it's funny because like okay like even with us so like you and your ex you know you were having problems and stuff and then you're like let's uh, get a map out and point to close your eyes and point Mm -hmm. and then they just so happened to point to colorado right right is that literally how it happened yeah pretty much and uh and so yeah i mean 
I would have never met you. No friends, you. no family, no connection to the state in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And then, um, and then, like, I don't know how many months later, you, you guys moved there. And, or actually, you hadn't moved there yet. And, mm-hmm. uh, little Seth and his mom, uh, he, did he injure himself? Yeah, he got hurt at school. And he came into the same emergency room that I was working at. Months before we even met. Yeah. Yeah. Before well, I even lived out there. Well before, probably a year. Mm. Oh, two, two years. Two probably. before we, mm-hmm. we even met. So, I mean, I get it. I mean, I guess it's kind of neat to like kind of hear about those little coincidences. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But it doesn't make it a good good story unless it, unless the latter half is still exactly good. <laughs> yeah and that's what that's what i'm getting because i mean i i think that everybody can do um can do that you can point to little things like well if this one little thing had been different i wouldn't have or i met my husband at this place and i wasn't even supposed to go that night and i had other plans and they got canceled and and, and you you can find those mm-hmm. those little coincidences and i think it's very easy for people to do that but but that's that's where it goes to my my point and that's why we pick on ourselves with this as well. Cause it's mm-hmm. not just about saying like, well, your story's stupid and mm-hmm. shitty. That's not, Oh, well, so what? I'm going to poke holes all in it. But mm-hmm. that's what we did to ours. Yeah. It's like, it's, but it really is the basis of, okay, I don't care what all these little coincidences and, and these fates and these destiny pieces that took in place. Your relationship should literally be, what have you done for me lately? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if the only story you have about how great your love story is, is that initial piece what, tell me what's happened over the last six weeks. Yeah, I know. But tell me what's happened over the last six fucking years. <laughs> you know? I know, yeah. That's where that becomes a problem. Your story doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Because you didn't, like I said, you're stuck on that prologue. Mm-hmm. You don't even have a story. I know, yeah. You have something that you read on the back of a book to get attention for and then when you buy the book you realize there's just no substance to it at all Mm -hmm. and that's what a lot of these people have is they don't have any substance to their relationship don't have any substance to their marriage it's the same story i know after their crazy story yeah and i think that like just because they're like i remember doing it in my previous relationship where i um I think I've said it before, but like I was supposed to be somewhere else. I was supposed to be at a concert and then I ended up not being able to go to the concert. So I ended up going to this little, uh, kind of like a, what is it? Like Dave and Buster's type place. Oh yeah. And then my ex happened to be there that night. And I always was like, oh my gosh, you know, if, if I wouldn't have saw him, or if I would have went to that concert, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have reconnected with him. And, uh, and like, that always, it was always like, oh, yeah, like, that was, that was meant, it was meant to be, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> no, like, I guess maybe I was meant to, to learn a lot of shitty things from right. that relationship. But, like, it wasn't. And I think that it always did kind of like, it it does make you try to hold on to something that's not there. Mm-hmm. It gives you almost a reason to fight for the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that was the same, like my, my ex and I initially met because 
I was supposed to meet up with this guy that was, I didn't have a car at the location I was at. I had um, actually sold my vehicle before I moved from Texas to Florida. And so I didn't have a, I was, I wasn't going to get a car yet until I was done with this school. I was just there, but I met this guy that had a car and I had, uh, this was, you know, late nineties. So I had, I had a tongue ring, but I needed to go get a pink top flat tongue ring. So the Navy couldn't tell that I had a oh. piercing and I knew I'd, I'd called a place in town, this tattoo place that had one and I needed to go pick it up because I was going to start, um, this training the next day and. I needed to hide it because uh, they were really trying to crack down on him and at the time. And I go over to this one. I can't one, believe you got the tongue ring. I know. <laughs> I, I, I go over to this one area and I'm standing out there smoking a cigarette and I sit down and he never showed up. He blew me off. Oh. So I didn't get the ride. So I just, I'm just hanging out there waiting for like 15 minutes and that's how I met my ex. Oh, really? And if he hadn't have blown me off. Uh-huh. We would have never met, uh-huh. and so that was another thing where it's like, oh my gosh, well if this if this hadn't happened, if you know if 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 I hadn't have sold my car, and if I hadn't have I was so upset about leaving Florida or leaving Texas, having to go to Florida anyway, and then if he hadn't have blown me off, and then you start connecting these dots, like oh my gosh, if one of those little things had changed, we would have never met. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, we do the same thing about our relationship because I can go to each of all those things that happened with my ex, and be like, if all of those. If one of those had changed with her, you and I would have never met. Oh my gosh, that's even way deeper. I know. You know? I know. And uh-huh. it, it's like, once again, it's our story's only good because of how it continued and how it currently is. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I did, I don't know if I ever, I don't know if I ever even told you about this. One of the things when I was in California, I'd gotten out of the Navy and I was working for the government and... I went through this like period where like we just didn't really have anything to do, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to write. Like I was like, I think I have I think I have enough about my ten years in the Navy that I can potentially kind of write a story mm-hmm. about it. Um, and then I spent a lot of time on the first chapter mm-hmm. about how my ex and I met mm-hmm. and how how we're. My career had took me, how she had, you know, basically dropped out of school to join the Navy early. And if, you know, same thing, if one of these is one of these 10 things had gone another way, we would have never met. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I put a lot of effort into like this first chapter and then wrapped it up from when we found out that she was pregnant and we were both going to be stationed in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of anything else after that that was worth writing. So I had like a lot of substance at the beginning of it, of Mm -hmm. how we met, how we connected, how we we went out, how we you know bonded all this stuff, and and how great that that short whirlwind courtship was. And then it was just like that was it. Mm -hmm. I had chapter one, and that was it. Yeah. And I just didn't know where to go from there because it was like, well, there's just not. I mean, what do I say now? Because yeah. it was like, I mean, this was literally probably nine years later uh-huh. when I was doing that. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you would think over nine years. That there would be something There would have been a lot of good memories yeah. in there. It's not that we had a, you know, awful nine years. It was just, we didn't, aside from 
you know, what I had accomplished personally in the military, what we had done together mm-hmm. was aside from little Seth, there was nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't we didn't even go on a vacation together. Wow, we yeah. didn't you know, we never had a date night. We if we if we got a babysitter for Seth it was so we could go do stuff with other people. Mm. But it was never her and I It wasn't just the two of her you. and I, I, I you know, I cannot recall one time after he was born that her and I ever went somewhere just together to mm-hmm. eat dinner. Wow. Jeez. You know, I don't know. I, I wonder though, like I think that I think that's more common than people realize too. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder if I mean, I think that things happen now like with uh like the date night type stuff. I think that it's so so many people are saying you need to do this you need to make your relationship a priority you need to do date night and uh and like you guys this was all before like social media Mm -hmm. and stuff and so it wasn't really anything that people could tell you you know like that you would just hear Mm -hmm. just an off-the-cuff comment that someone told you, you guys need to do date night, you know, like it just, it's so, so many more people are saying that now Mm -hmm. that you need to do that, which is good, Yeah, which is good for relationships. And hopefully people are really listening to that advice. But Mm -hmm. I think that so many people are just like, yeah, I don't, we don't have time for that. Well, and I think, you know, her and I did what you know, we hear a lot of married couples that have kids say now because he had sleepovers and buddies and stuff he would go do stuff with. But even when we we had those opportunities, it was literally like it's not that he, he it wasn't like you know some of these parents have like four kids and they're like I'm just so exhausted. I also got also want to do a sleep, mm-hmm. but that's what she would do. And mm-hmm. and I would end up just kind of being bored because he wasn't there to do stuff with, mm-hmm. and her and I didn't do anything together, and so it would just be. She just kind of continued to do what she would do. She would watch on TV what she wanted or go to bed early like she wanted. And mm-hmm. I would hang out and, you know, go watch a movie in another room that I wanted to watch. or Yeah, play video games yeah. or whatever. You know, now that I think about it, too, I don't think that I ever did date nights either Yeah, with my ex. That is so bad. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. Well, I, I think that, I mean, and that's another thing that like we see with a lot of these people because one of the questions we ask them is, how often do you date night? And almost everybody says never. Yeah. Rarely. Uh, rarely or and like, yeah. Then it's usually followed by why, uh-huh. which, okay. Uh-huh. But I, I I don't think that, I do wonder sometimes, and that was the thing, like her and I, we, we would go do stuff, but it was always with other people. Mm-hmm. Be, oh, let's go hang out with them. Oh, everybody's getting together to go this. So it was always a social event, which was fine. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if her and I would have had enough to talk about and communicate about to have a good time with just us it's not like i mean you you and i when you know you and i go do stuff together we do that all the time Mm -hmm. and we don't run out of stuff to talk about we Mm -hmm. don't get on each other's nerves we don't need other social interactions to ensure that we have a good time when we go out together Mm -hmm. we we are literally okay when we're the only two people yeah anywhere yeah (laughs) I know. I think that's the biggest difference. Like, uh, that's, I mean, between our relationship and so many others, mm-hmm. including our previous relationships, 
is we really do it it doesn't get old Mm -mm. like spending time with you is the best thing ever right and we we started a podcast because that's what we do is we talk Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we we talk to each other about everything Mm -hmm. and your stories don't get old to me and I still find you funny as hell. Like, and I love the way you tell (laughs) stories and stuff. And so, I don't know. It's just like, we just enjoy being around each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, but, but I think that that's where a lot of these people for whatever reason, because of life, because of children, because of maturity, because of complacency, because of whatever, I think that that piece of great story and then it goes away is very much part of why that spark is gone. Mm-hmm. I know. And it would it would be easier if you could like, well, this is the exact reason right here. I can point to this right here. This is why this happens. But I think it's, I think it's the same stuff that everybody goes through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that that there's a certain kind of momentum that all couples have when they get into a relationship. I think that depending on how long you've been together to when you get married, that momentum may slow down. If you've Mm -hmm. been together for five years and you decide to get married, you don't have as much momentum as you did those first 48 months. Mm -hmm. If you get married too soon, it's all momentum without a realistic perspective of the future. Mm -hmm. And that can be disastrous. And so there's definitely a sweet spot Mm -hmm. of vetting and momentum and future planning where there's like a perfect timing to pull that trigger um to get married and i don't know if that kind of equates to the momentum Mm -hmm. continuing but i think a lot of people you know we've talked about like the typical things of why people get disinterested in each other why people don't want to have sex with one another anymore so i think all that plays a part to Mm -hmm. it but yeah, I, I, I just, I wish people would, kind of what I said earlier, look at what what have you done for me lately? Mm-hmm. What what has the relationship been for us lately? Mm-hmm. Name, name one really fun thing that's happened in the last month. I know. What, yeah. what new memory have you created mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with your fucking kids? Nothing to do with friends. Nothing to do with family. That the two of you... You and your fucking spouse, what's a new memory that you guys have made? Yeah, I know. You know? Because I can point to us going and doing stuff together. I can point to us going out to dinner. I can point to us going on a new adventure. I can point to us accomplishing new things. I can, you know, there's there's so many things for us to pick and choose from that we can say, oh, well, this is a new memory. That's a new memory. This is that. Yeah, even, even memories of us just staying home and... Watching freaking Adam Sandler stand up. Yeah. Like, we, that's a good, fun little memory for us. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I just. Uh, well, and I mean, we, we create our, we, we go out enough together, but we also create our own fun times here. Just here, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, that aren't bogged down with, with other things. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's. But that, that's just one of those things that I, I think people, you know, when we talk about reflection again on your relationship, you should be able to pinpoint those things. Mm-hmm. You should be able to point out new memories that you've made, new exciting things you've done together, new new happy 
moments that are creating a memory. Because mm-hmm. if I said, hey, tell me about your relationship in five minutes, and you spend four minutes and 58 seconds talking about how you met, mm-hmm. you have no substance behind your relationship. Mm-hmm. All you have is a fucking cute little story that you think is enough to keep you together for the rest of your lives. Mm-hmm. And that know. ain't enough, Jack. <laughs> No, right? it, it isn't. It isn't enough. And your kids aren't enough. Oh, God. That's, that's another no. thing where I'm, no, I'm tired of talking to couples me. and they bring up their kids. Uh-huh. Shut the fuck up about your kids. Yeah. That has nothing to do with you as a marital oh, relationship gosh. couple. Yeah. I mean, I recently had to had to sit this girl down and tell her like, okay, tell me about you two, mm-hmm. not about your child. Yeah. And then she kept going back, to, going back to the kid. The kid, and I was like, "That you you keep doing that. You, you you're also letting know where your priority is, and it's not your partner, it's not your relationship. Exactly. Uh huh. You know. Yeah. Uh huh. I know. You know uh, what you said earlier about like you not wanting to, or you about not spent not even going on date nights and all that and like not even knowing like what to talk about or whatever like if you were to go out on date night Mm -hmm. i had another person reach out and and tell me that she was she's not that her that they her and her husband used to go out and do stuff together Mm -hmm. but even when he would take her out she wasn't having a good time Mm -hmm. and she dreaded going out on date night with, with her husband. Why? I don't know. Just for boredom because of, of what? She just didn't. She's she just, just that bad of company. I guess. I guess that's how she feels. Or are you going to be married to somebody like that? That's what I said. If you can't be comfortably alone with your partner. And and, and, and another, you know, she's another one that has kids and everything. And I said, they're not going to be there. The kids mm-hmm. aren't going to be there forever. You know, you're going to, you, they're going to move out and then it's just going to be the two of you. And then what? Yeah. yeah. And what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I mean, hopefully she makes a good decision to, to get out of that relationship. But it's like, oh my gosh. But I, I think that like even, you know, her trying to remember the good old days, I I don't think that the good old days even helps with some when with situations like mm-hmm. that or you know their their initial story. And that that only gets you by for so long. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, that that well you keep going back to to drink from that is that initial cute little story you have. It's not going to be enough. Mm-mm. I mean, what what is that going to entail? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the things that. I always thought was kind of depressing when you would you would either attend or be or hear people like oh it's 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 grandma and grandpa's you know sixtieth wedding anniversary mm-hmm. and the grandkids and the great grandkids and the great great grandkids would all get up there and they would talk about you know mom and dad met and they would share this whole story about how they met during you know the nineteen forties and where they grew up and what family they came from and then they go through all this and then they're like fast forward seven years later here we are with you know three or four kids 17 grandkids and 38 great grandkids you know mm-hmm. and and it would and it's like would, was there really nothing there 
for, <laughs> for 69 years. I, I guess that's true. I guess I've never thought about that that way. Like, I mean, because I would think obvious, well, I would hope, obviously, that there would be some more substance and stories in those other time frames, but they're trying to keep the story short, mm-hmm. maybe? I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I never thought of it the way you, the way that you just explained it. Yeah, because I'm always like, well, what, well, wait. What happened? What happened? <laughs> we're, we're 70 years married. Yeah. Or 60 years, 50 yeah, years, I want to hear is. that. I want to hear the middle chunk. Yeah. What did you guys do that? last month? Yeah. Why well, are you still married? I, I, I know. I don't like it, too, like when. But that's where. Uh-huh. When we go to Disney World and we see the couple that's yeah. celebrating their 60th anniversary at Disney World with no fucking kids, uh-huh. no grandkids, no great grandkids, they're literally old young people. Yeah. Having a blast. Uh-huh. And you ask them, "Oh, you guys have been here. We met we met a couple on our honeymoon." Uh-huh. At Disney, there was an old couple, I never forget this. Old, I don't remember the names, but they were sitting there and they were like, "Oh, we just got married and this is our honeymoon." Like, "Oh, and they've been married, you know, all these years." Mm-hmm. And they still go on trips together. He said they go every year mm-hmm. to Disney World. Yeah. And that they have a lot of sex. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's crazy. That's that's the marriage that, you know, if that's your grandparents, like, oh, grandma and grandpa go on these trips. They've mm-hmm. been here, here, here together. They've I had know. this adventure uh-huh. of a lifetime. Not just that they met, procreated, and gave birth to all you idiots. <laughs> yeah and that you're their story (laughs) yeah that's not their Uh story no that's your story i know well i know i i look at my grandpa and uh on my mom's side and uh and my grandma well i guess it was my mom's stepmom but um because my mom's mom died when she was 16 years old and my grandpa ended up getting remarried and everything and their marriage and their story Mm -hmm. is something that i feel like i can actually look up to mm-hmm. as you know like they they had a great marriage right and they did travel together mm-hmm. they went everywhere together yeah and they ne- i never saw them get into any disagreements or anything like that like mm-hmm. i can't say that for other grandparents that i have mm-hmm. you know like they were the the best example of a great marriage in my life that mm. I that I ever had. Right. And they did all of those things, though. Mm-hmm. You know? And, yeah. and it seemed like they made, like, a whole bunch of new memories. Mm-hmm. New stories, new memories every year. Yeah. They were always doing something. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that you have to do. Mm-hmm. You, have to, you have to continue that story. Well, how sad is it when you see... And we knew somebody who her and her husband never went and did anything together. And then he died and she still had years left on this planet. And then she went and saw the world. Mm-hmm. What? Why the fuck would you not do that with your husband? I know. You waited until you were single to go see the world. Yeah. And now you're making all these great memories. And the latter part of your life is going to be fondly remembered by yourself minus your partner because you were able to go have the life you wanted mm-hmm. and the adventures you wanted by yourself. Yeah. I know. Kind of fucked up. It is. It is you kind know? of fucked up. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I try, I try to I try to think of, of um, you know, if there's any indicators in, in 
you know, people's stories that there's some that I'm like, when I hear certain things, I'm like, I immediately like see holes mm-hmm. in or in their like own relationship. And one of them was, was what we said earlier. If, if it ever starts like when we met, we didn't even like each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one. For or sure. we knew each other way back and we, you know, he was the cool guy and I was the band geek and we didn't mm-hmm. get along. Those are never high functioning. Yeah. Because they, they're opposites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good relationships. There's mm-hmm. always something kind of off about that. Yeah. Um, you know, or even that same premise of, yeah, we we met, you know, five years prior to this and, and he was an asshole. And mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm not saying people can't grow up and mature because you, 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 you say that about me, that mm-hmm. if, if we had met when, when we, we you were younger, were, yeah, you wouldn't have been I interested have. in me. Yeah. And I'm like, bullshit, you sure would have been interested. <laughs> 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 but so when I hear those, I, I, I'm like, yeah, OK, that's kind of odd. Then the other one that I hear is when someone has this part of their story that it's typically a a guy who had been friend-zoned by some girl mm-hmm. that he knew, it, whether it was in high school or college or at work, young adulthood, something like that. He works with this girl that he has crush. been, yeah, won't admit now, still will not admit, had a crush on her. Mm-hmm. But the story ends up being, well, how did you met? And she's like, oh, well, you know, I was, I lived next door to so-and-so, this girl. You know, my my name is, is Samantha, and I, I live next door to this girl, Tracy. And Tracy and, and Tom work together. Mm-hmm. And Tom, I would see Tom come over to pick Tracy up for work every day. And, <laughs> and finally she was like, she was like, Tom, you need to meet my neighbor, Tracy. You guys have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. And then they attribute that to how we met. But then you really find out Tom had a huge thing for Samantha. Yeah. Uh-huh. All along had a huge crush on her. Samantha was blind as shit or he was too fucking dorky for her to be interested in and really f- completely friend zone him. Uh-huh. And neither one of these girls know that that's not the story he wanted I know. to pan out. Uh-huh. He really wanted to be with the first girl. Yeah. He was trying to swoop that one. Yeah. And then, yeah. So anytime I start hearing this, oh, I'm... Oh, I was friends with this girl, and she introduces to her. I immediately know you were initially attracted to the other girl. <laughs> I know. You I just know. won't admit it. Yes, I know, because guys and girls can't be friends. Yeah. And there had to have been some initial attraction mm-hmm. and uh, something that drew this guy to this woman, because otherwise he wouldn't try to be friends with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. That is that is a good Another one. Another story is, uh-huh. that I think is a red flag is when a girl's like, yeah, when I first met him, I thought he was gay. Oh, gosh, I know. Yeah. I didn't even know he was straight. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I, I, tried, I tried to think. like, how, there... Why would you, honestly, like, why, why would you even be with that dude, though? Like, Well, and if that's what happened, quit telling that story. I know. You're just embarrassing your oh, guy. Oh, my gosh. Well. And yourself. Yeah, and yourself. I don't think they realize they're embarrassing themselves. Because you are like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think that there is, there are guys out there that I think that they may, they may be gay and that's Mm -hmm. okay. But I don't know what they're, I guess they're just trying to, to hide it through being married or something. Yeah. But Yeah. (laughs) That, yeah. is, that is another one, though, huh? Yep. You ain't yeah. hiding shit. I know. Uh-huh. That's funny. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I try to think of some of those things that are that are red, like red, red flag like, type things. Yeah, really? Uh-huh. That story's not as cute as you think it is, and here's why. <laughs> One of you is blind. One of you is hiding some shit. There's yeah. some shady shit going on here that nobody wants to admit. Uh-huh. This is not a cute, fun little love story that you no. got here. Uh-uh. Not at all. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't really have anything no. else to add, though. I just yeah, me neither. That, I, I mean, don't know. It, it was kind of interesting, just like, like you said in the beginning, kind of, you know, hearing these couples tell their little, give their little bios and stuff and, and all of that. And, and I, I under, like I said before, I, I understand, like, I think it is, it is, it's like you, when you go to an interview mm-hmm. and, you know, you're trying to say all of these good things about yourself without being cocky and Mm -hmm. i don't know or even just trying to evaluate yourself self-evaluate like it's hard it's hard to to take a good look at at yourself or your relationship and you know think about things that are yeah Yeah. uh and is that really something that's worth talking about or worth saying and, and once again it, it's not to dissuade people from wanting to share their stories how they met mm-hmm. the, the 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 point of the entire conversation is really to is that it mm-hmm. is that it you have to have more than that mm-hmm. you have to have more than that initial piece of that story yeah mm-hmm. there has to be more substance to it substance to it than than that initial tell mm-hmm. yeah oh for sure yeah. And it can't just be your basic shit like, oh, we had kids, we got married, we bought a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Keep going. <laughs> like you say, what do you want, a cookie? Yeah, sell me <laughs> on it. You got to sell sell me on the highlights. And and not everybody's going to have them. There's so many just basic-ass marriages out there yeah. that that's just how it is. Uh-huh. You know, not everybody's going to have a story. But I think that that's where people are like, well, why, why the fuck are you so special? Why is your... Well, I, I know. Like, well, here's and, why. And it's, I mean, but here's... it's like, okay, like, are those, are the little things that... That even even the little things that we say, like that we can point to and we can say, like, well, we do this, like, honestly, it's not, not to knock our our relationship or our marriage or anything, but it's not that complicated not that, yeah. or or well, hard to do. It's not that special. Yeah. What what makes it special? <laughs> it, it's funny because I, I I look I look at our relationship. I look at fitness. I look at my job and look at me i look at it all the same perspective just do what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. i mean it, when it comes to fitness when people are like oh i don't know the bare minimum should be you exercise and eat healthy mm-hmm. you shouldn't have to be considered a fitness nut or in shape or ripped or jacked to be like oh yeah i go to the gym and eat healthy everybody should do that mm-hmm. that's sh- that's the bare minimum same thing with marriage. Well, what's what's the ba- well? You you should you should have sex. You should go on dates. You should flirt with one another. There's certain things that, that should be the bare minimum. Yeah. You know what do you do for work? Well, you show up on time. You say what you're gonna do. You follow through. You do your job. Yeah. The reason ours looks so special and that we go above and beyond is because the bar is so fucking low. That's very true. Yeah. That people are like, well, how how do you guys find the time to do what? It's, we just do. Yeah. But I think that's why people are like, no, you do take a lot of work in your relationship because they think that's work. Yeah. Because they aren't even doing the bare minimum. Yeah, that's true. I know. And it is. 
<laughs> that's where that's where we go to when we say good relationships don't take hard work mm-hmm. because this work is not hard. Yeah, it's not like it is. It's so easy. And and that, that's the thing is is when you say well the bar for a you know a the five things you should do as a as a minimal bar for a relationship is have sex every other day, go out with you and your spouse once a week, have good deep conversation three times a week, um, put each other's a priority all the time, and don't do anything without the other one. If you just have and just pulled oh and people kind of, and people are like, fuck, I have to do all that, all of that. <laughs> yeah. It's like that should be the given. Uh-huh. That should be stuff. That's what we say is effortless. Yeah. Th- that just happens. Uh-huh. Those things should just happen. If you aren't doing all of those, you're only doing one of those. You're, it, you're. I mean. Once again, we just look like we're so special because we're just doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I you know. know. I, I don't, you know, I'm not flying helicopters over landing in the front yard being like, hey, let's go out and grab a glass of wine. <laughs> you know, I'm, there's not rose petals all strewn throughout the house on Valentine's Day. I don't have a, a cello player playing a, a sweet bass line, you know, on our anniversary. You know, there's... It's literally, I don't want to say it's the bare minimum, but it kind of is. <laughs> yeah, it's... It, it's just, it doesn't look like that or feel like that because everybody else fucking sucks. That's true. I know. I know. I know because I don't like to say that it... Because I, I really don't think it necessarily is the bare minimum, but I do think that it's not super extravagant either. Well, and, and I, the stand, I guess our standard... Uh-huh. operating procedures for our marriage are just innately just better than everybody else's. Yeah, I guess so. Like, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's just this. Oh, when my partner says they have a back ache, I rub their back. When they say their feet hurt, I rub their feet. When I say I'm taking the shower and they say I'm coming with you, you're having sex. Yeah. I mean, there, there's just, once again, it should just be gimmies. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, like people are <laughs> people are having to work to make it work. Yeah, if you would just you're go just with the flow, it up. just yeah. teeing it up, and then knocking it, we're knocking it out of the park. It's yeah. <laughs> all it is. Yeah, yeah, it's not hard, guys, yeah. at all. And yeah, I don't know. I think that like, but to do like, uh, I think it, I think that it is kind of a fun thing to do is to to take a look at your relationship though mm-hmm. and think about what we're saying think about the things that we are you know we're we're putting out there and and to to actually look at your relationship and find those extra gem stories and memories or make those memories yeah. together and make them continue to make those and if t- you haven't done anything together in six months, that's number one priority. Oh, my god! Do something gosh. this weekend. Yes. Yes. Just the two of you. Not with a group. Mm-mm. And if you, even if you've got, I mean, even if you've got, I mean, this is funny because this is one of the things like we even did like when we were in the Dominican. A group of people always had like a group plan for everything. Mm-hmm. But we would always start all day off with just each other. Yeah. We didn't have to immediately hop into the group thing and spend 16 hours with a group. Uh-huh. And if we decided that we wanted to go do something by ourselves, that's what we did. Yeah. When we went and had our, our nice romantic dinner, it was just us. Everybody else was doing stuff as a group. And I was like, no, we're just going to, 
go do this. And I think the same thing. Like, if, if you know your friends are going to go out and everybody's going to be getting together for a nightcap, go join them. But before you do that, go have a nice dinner. Alone. alone. With each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't always have to include other people in your shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Make, make memories with yeah. just amongst each other. Mm-hmm and enjoy each other (laughs) that's what that's i mean you got married for a reason you're with that person the person for a reason you you love them Mm -hmm. you should want to spend time with them and make memories yep um yeah i don't have anything else to add though yep yeah cool i hope you guys enjoyed this episode uh don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel like us on facebook follow us on instagram and on twitter on marriage and uh rumble marriage on the rocks Mm -hmm. and uh listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast and we will talk to you next week thanks